the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Is WWTC Minneapolis St. Paul FM 107.5 K298CO Minneapolis Intelligent Radio. With SRN News, I'm Ron DeRostra. The Biden administration's COVID mandate before the Supreme Court. During Friday's arguments, Chief Justice John Roberts asked if the federal government has ever ordered employers to get their employees vaccinated. This is something that. The federal government has not, never done before, right? Well, Roberts and other conservatives question whether the Federal Occupational Safety and Health Administration has the power to order the vaccinations and testing as a safety rule. Liberals on the court talked of the risks during the pandemic. Justice Elena Kagan. The agency has done everything but stand on its head to show quite clearly that no other policy will prevent sickness and death to anywhere uh, like the degree this one will. A separate vaccine mandate applying to health care workers in the country is also being considered by the court. Tim McGuire, Washington. This is SRN News. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. The Chicago School District turns away students. I think this is a backdoor Omicron school closure. Join us for our program. Sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Every Saturday evening at 7 and Sunday nights at 11. Here on AM 1280, The Patriot, Intelligent Radio. AM 1280, The Patriot. Well, if you're looking for your next good read, well, how about our January Regnery Book of the Month, The Reactionary Mind, Why Conservative Isn't Enough. Sign up to win a copy at the Insider Fan Club at am1280thepatriot.com. Regnery Publishing is a division of Salem Media Group. The Narn with Mitch Burr continues right here on The Patriot. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest-running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing, the show that's making talk radio great again. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. My name, Mitch Berg. My blog, Shot in the Dark Info. My mood elevated highly the North Dakota State Bison just took home their uh, ninth FCS championship in 11 seasons and really uh, ninth in 10 since there really wasn't one last year so the 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 dynasty continues and let's just face it justice has been done at least in one part of our lives America's team has uh, gone on to its nine peat and uh, What's next but 10, I guess? Uh, 651-289-4488 is the number to call. The weather is what Minnesotans would probably consider much more much more agreeable today. The weather is what we North Dakota natives consider. Uh, by the way, all of us North Dakota natives, wherever we went, uh, are Bison fans today and will be next year as well. Uh, this is the weather probably would have us out sailing uh, on the lake or perhaps uh, mowing our lawns back in North Dakota. But uh, climate is, is another whole story altogether. Uh, if you were to read the Twin Cities media, you might almost get a sense that all the stories that they have, that they run covering climate, uh, have been pre-written elsewhere, sort of like their political coverage. And if you had that impression, you just might not be all that far off. With us to discuss the genesis, the background story, the origin, if you will, of much Twin Cities media climate coverage. Good friend Mark Blake, uh, Mark Drake, rather, joins us. Mark Drake, uh, welcome to the broadcast today. How are you doing today? 
Hey, Mitch, it's it's great to be here. Happy New Year. C- congratulations on the NDSU victory. I, I think the Vikings could have used some of those guys this year. Yeah, it couldn't have, couldn't have hurt. Well, draft time's coming up here. Probably not a bad place to start at any rate. So, Mark, you are working on – you've been – We've had you on the show a few times in the last year talking about the the selling off of part of Minnesota's executive branch, you know, the people that we depend on to keep our small D democracy running uh, from day to day, uh, at least on the executive level. Uh, the, the, the fact that chunks of the executive branch have been leased out to special interest groups. You expect the mainstream media to perhaps do a better job of this? Well, there, there might be a reason they're not, because they are leasing their coverage out to the same people, in this case, on the subject of climate. Uh, Mark Drake, uh, uh, go ahead and, and, and start sure. the story off here. Well, well sure. And I, think, I don't think probably many of your listener, or listeners are aware of this, but in 2019, uh, the Star Tribune, and I've never seen this in the newspaper, any disclaimer or reference mentioning that they're part of this, but the Star Tribune partnered with, with some far-left outlets like The Nation and Mother Jones in a Rockefeller group called covering climate now and the nation is part of that columbia journalism review and the guardian uh msnbc they're all part of that um and, and i think if you look at some of the the coverage in the newspaper you know of line three specifically winona leduc and uh celebrating her i mean it does raise questions about why hasn't this relationship really been disclosed to readers when you're reading some of these stories so the group is called covering climate now um org and people can check that out but team vogue huffington post mother jones star tribune i mean it's a little surprising i guess that they wouldn't disclose that to the readers yeah, only if you've not been paying attention to countless other issues i mean the, the similar level of of uh, there's similar organizations and i know you know this mark drake here but but when it comes to covering some of these these flashpoint issues for example i'm a second amendment guy and there have been bloomberg groups uh, feeding pseudo news to the mainstream media for decades on Second Amendment issues here right now. Why would climate and the environment be any different here? Uh, but covering climate now, I mean, some of the examples uh, of covering climate almost sounds as much like a marketing organization as a content uh, provider, Mark Drake. Yeah, that's right. You know, the, the guy who heads it up, um, he's a reporter for the nation, and he's the executive director of Covering Climate Now. But he wrote a piece on the site where he says, you know, the climate story has all the elements of an irresistible drama, including inspiring heroes and dastardly villains. <laughs> so I guess if you work in the energy industry in this country, you're going to come down on the side of being a dastardly villain. Yeah, I mean, almost expected to see Snidely whiplash with the uh, the waxed mustache and the black fedora. Uh, I, I love this quote. With big change finally possible, now is the time to apply that same journalistic energy to the climate crisis. No, that's right. not journalistic energy, at least as many of us grew up understanding journalism. That's that's screenwriting. That's narrative mongering. I mean, they've. I mean, the pro- one of the problems here is, like so many of these issues, the the concept of journalism has been fundamentally corrupted by groups like this. Well, I think that's right, Mitch. That, that's really, really precisely the point. I think this is advocacy journalism uh, run amok, and I don't think readers of the newspaper are, are aware of this at all. I mean, well, take, for example, you know, Winona LaDuke led the charge against Line 3, which, which was successful here and has been built. But, I mean, this is a radical who compared Line 3 workers to Auschwitz executioners. I mean, that's not hyperbole. She said, I don't want to work in the gas chamber and I don't want an Auschwitz when she was talking about line three. But if you read some of the Star Tribune coverage, you know, I'm looking at a 2020 profile of Winona LaDuke. It says, intelligent and idealistic, Winona LaDuke turns to hemp farming, solar power to jumpstart the next economy. Yeah. I mean, if you're really getting only one uh, look at a person and in a movement that's truly radical. I mean, I joke about the mainstream media serving as a, as a public relations organ for Big Left, uh, which, by the way, I, Big Left, both capital letters, similar to Big Pharma, Big Steel, Big Oil. Big Left is an industry unto itself, and they have a PR organization just like Big Pharma, Big Oil, Big Steel, Big Auto. And this is, I mean, this is what a PR organization does for its various constituent parts. And, yeah, I mean, we recall. I mean, just the idea of throwing in, 
I, the, the Winona Duke bit, I'd forgotten about that, Mark Drake, but it's when, when, was, I think it was Marjorie Taylor Greene a while ago, certainly not someone I take as my Republican standard bearer, referred to vaccine mandates as something akin to the Holocaust, I believe it yeah. was. Uh, and she got derided for that in the media, rightly so. I mean, it was, it was a right. stupid own goal. But the fact that someone like a, a Winona Duke, who is certainly nothing less then the Marjorie, Ta- Marjorie Taylor Greene of the far left could say such a thing, and it goes, whoop, memory hold, uh, that this is not, this is, I mean, it's fairly clear that uh, someone's so, someone's uh, in the bag here, uh, Mark Drake. Yeah, th- there's no doubt that the media has has on their blinders here when it comes to Winona LaDuke and these radicals, you know, that, that oppose Line 3 and really that oppose really energy, the energy industry in, the, in this country. Obviously, Line 3 was a huge project, which... Uh, the biggest private sector project we've ever had in the state, much bigger than you know, U.S. Bank Stadium. Oh yeah, the media comes at it from, from such a from such an angle where where they just uh, lionize these protesters who, who are truly radical. They're truly radical, and and they they swerve close to and occasionally over the line into eco terrorism. Uh, they, they, maybe they learned a lesson. You saw less of the of the overt physical action with line three perhaps arguably maybe maybe not uh you wouldn't know from watching the media but if you recall and i think you do mark drake the uh, episodes uh, when the enbridge pipeline was crossing the missouri river in southern north dakota just north of the uh, of the fort yates reservation a few years back watching the twin cities media uh basically circled uh, with their wagons circled much as they are today probably at the behest of the same organizations uh, essentially painting these protesters, these radical environmental terrorists' toenails. Uh, I mean, the, the coverage that you got from the, the people on the scene, from the Strib, especially from Minnesota Public Radio, uh, felt a little bit more like a slumber party than, I don't know, comforting the, com- uh, the afflicted and afflicting the comfortable, Mark Drake. Yeah, no no doubt. When, when it comes to these radical uh, protesters, Line 3 protesters, you know, some of whom did get, you know, actually pretty violent, and there were bomb scares, and I know there were other um, there were tribal members that were concerned about their safety, uh, you know, folks that had supported the project. And you just don't see as much coverage of that. They, they don't want to touch that. Um, and, and a lot of these groups, you know, not only are they radical on the environment, but they want to, you know, defund and abolish the police. So, so truly radical. You don't see that really reflected at all in any of the coverage. So. No, you don't. And the question I have is, we have a mainstream media. Let's take them at their initial word, uh, which we shouldn't. I mean, we've talked before, you and I, separately and together, about how the the mainstream media has basically circled its wagons around the causes of the big left. But what Mm -hmm. is in it for big media, the list of people who are basically carrying the water for covering climate now? What's in it for them? Why? Yeah, well, I mean, I think they, they share a common worldview and, and they share uh, disdain for the energy companies. You look at a group like uh, 350.org, which they're very active in Minnesota. They have a chapter here, but they're run by a guy named you know Bill McKibben, and he's he's called for a dollar per gallon gas tax increase. Uh, he's also said that you know, basically people should only have uh, single families, uh, one child only. Means for one child only policy. I mean, this is a guy whose group's written up routinely in the newspapers. It's just, hey, they're a mainstream group that, that they care about clean water and clean air. It's like, well, you get under the hood a little bit, and, and they're really radical. Yeah, and and this is part of a of a network of these groups. I mean, Media Matters does this for political matters nationwide. There are similar organizations locally here. The Violence Policy Center uh, puts a a reasonable face on on anti Second Amendment coverage, and they reach into every state of the union here. All of them trace their money back to the likes of George Soros and Michael Bloomberg. Uh, every town, of course, is Michael Bloomberg's uh, big beneficiary here, to the tune of billions, uh, hundreds of millions at the very least of dollars here. So the ideological congruence certainly has to play a part of, a part of it here. But uh, it's, I mean, any in- indication that that there's any actual uh, money changing hands here? Or is it all purely uh, ideological that we know of, Mark Drake? You know, as, as far as I've been able to ascertain, it's, it's just a pure, purely ideological, um, you know, they're in agreement on, on all these issues and, and they, they view the world the same way. And they approach the world the same way, and 
you get this glowing coverage of people like Winona LaDuke, who, you know, she had someone uh, who worked for her who, you know, said she helped cover up child sexual abuse. You don't see that in the newspaper. I mean, it's just a total different standard between liberal groups and the way they treat conservative groups. So let's, after the break here, by the way, if we can keep you for another segment, uh, Mark Drake, uh, let's let's talk, let's bring this local here. I mean, more local. Let's talk about these groups cover, covering climate now and uh, the Star Tribune and other local media when we come back, as well as take calls from Mark Drake at 651-289-4488. It's the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the Sculpture Garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Too long have conservative voices been silenced by the left when it comes to important conversations about energy. The Minnesota Conservative Energy Forum stands strong with other conservative leaders that are fighting for our energy security. Renewable energy will help strengthen our energy grids and our independence by generating more energy here at home. America should be self-reliant when it comes to energy. Clean energy made at home is the answer for a stronger grid and a more competitive, more secure Minnesota. At the Minnesota Conservative Energy Forum, they believe an all-of-the-above energy approach is the right way to lower prices for consumers, strengthen our energy grids, and support our national security interests. Follow them on Twitter at MN Energy Forum and on Facebook at Minnesota CEF. The Minnesota Conservative Energy Forum is a 501c3 organization. To make a tax-deductible donation, please visit MNCEF.com. That's MNCEF.com. Paid for by the Minnesota Conservative Energy Forum. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179. That's 800-764-2179. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Are you the principal or leader of a Christian or Catholic school? Would you like to fill the empty seats in your classrooms for no cash out of pocket? TwinCitiesTuitions.com would like to team up with you on our tuition program for first-year students. You'll be part of a marketing campaign to raise awareness about your school and gain new students for next year and beyond. Again, at no cash investment for your school. Get details by logging on to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Don't get lost in the endless stream of misleading headlines. Turn to a leading source of conservative news. Townhall.com. Political cartoons. Thoughtful commentary. And an intelligent perspective on the day's headlines. Townhall.com. A division of Salem Media Group. AM 12A, The Patriot. Northern Alliance Radio Network. 651-289-4488. The number to call. Hey, don't forget the Patriot Half-Off Deals Program. Saves you 50% or more on great products and services in the Twin Cities. Right now, you can get half off of Champion Plumbing, 50% off a 40-gallon tall or short gas gravity heater, uh, water heater, I should say, plus the valve and the permit, the all-important permit. Visit am12athepatriot.com and click the half-off deals icon or call 651-405-8800. 651-289-4488, the number to call if you have questions or comments for our guest this half hour, Mark Drake who is covering the in the bagness of the Twin Cities media for 
Well, yet another uh, progressive, end quote, nonprofit, in this case on the issue of climate. Uh, Mark Drake, the Star Tribune, is far, as usual, from blameless in this. In fact, they are the vanguard leading the way uh, in a crowded field of media in the Twin Cities nationwide, Minnesota, uh, all around the state, basically carrying the water for, for lack of a better term, eco-terrorists, or at least eco-thugs. Uh, tell us a little bit about the Star Tribune's role in this, uh, in this fracas. Yeah, so in, in um, August of 2019, this group launched Covering Climate Now, and uh, it's put together by The Nation, The Guardian, Columbia Journal and Review, MSN, and he's part of it, Team Vogue, Huffington Post. Uh, and basically, they're all covering the climate issue uh, in the same way. And according to the guy who runs it, uh, this guy, Mark Hartsgard, who's a reporter for The Nation, you know, that's a very objective source. Uh-huh. Uh, he is the executive director of this group uh, covering climate now, in addition to being a reporter for the Navy. But he has said, the climate story has all elements of an irresistible drama, inspiring heroes and dastardly villain, villains. So you kind of get a flavor for, for how they're coming, um, you know, how they're going to cover the energy industry. Yeah, you do. And what I was coming up through the journalism, my first journalism, my only journalism professor, uh, used to caution people about, about for a reporter going out and finding heroes and villains, the irresistible drama uh, and inspiring heroes and dastardly villains and, and, and putting people with black hats and white hats into stories here because life is more complicated than that. Well, it was more complicated than that. Covering climate now is trying to reduce this debate down to Snidely Whiplash versus Dudley Do-Right. And it's, I mean, to say that we're all, uh, that all of society loses when we do that is, well, is, is, is an understatement and completely misses the point. That's what they want. They want the public to reduce this issue to good guys and bad guys and, and easily digestible little chanting points that can be repeated on cue. And this is, this is part of the, this is part of the, the game, the, the playbook, Mark Drake. Yeah, it, it clearly is. And you look at Minnesota, and, and, and I'll go back to line three, but, I mean, here you have, Mitch, a project, $2.6 billion in private investment, more than double the Viking Stadium, 5,000, you know, union-paying jobs. So these are, are union-paying jobs. You would think some people uh, would find that beneficial, maybe uh, from the newspaper or in the media, but but no, um, it's, it's just uh, – crazy i mean that the starch you know i think the fact that they haven't disclosed that you know they've been part of this group for two and a half years now and i i, I think i'm a pretty decent researcher I, i've never seen any sort of uh, recognition from them in the paper uh that they're part of this group yeah and if we're going to have back two and a half years that meant they would have been carrying water for covering climate now back during the enbridge uh fiasco in in north dakota right? i mean they would have been marching to that drumbeat Going back that far, if I'm doing the math in my head correct, Mark Drake. Yeah, I mean it's it's a, it's they've been a part of it now for, for a long time, and and they've written obviously, I'm sure hundreds of stories that touched on or, or you know dealt with the energy industry, and, and I've never seen it disclosed. And I know the Star Chief talks about transparency on the editorial page, talking about government officials and other other institutions, uh, but I've never seen it reflected that they're a part of this group covering climate now and as you know if, if you're going to be part of a, a group with you know the nation and mother jones uh you're not coming at it in a neutral way you're coming at it with a very slanted perspective nation mother jones uh what was the other the guardian uh msnbc yeah. all 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 organizations all that or, or identify with the left one way or the other no doubt, they're all they're all you know self-defined as, as progressive, liberal, left, whatever you want to say. I mean, that's how how they are describing themselves. And the fact that the Star Tribune set up to be part of this uh, group and they haven't disclosed that to readers, I think, I think is problematic and it needs to uh, to be recognized. It does need to be recognized, especially as we are now in an environment where uh, energy prices are skyrocketing. I mean, they're just. I mean, it's going to be drastically impacting and harming the lives of Minnesota's poor and working class. So what can people do about this, Mark Drake? 
Well, I, th- I think people, if they want to, if they want to, to learn more about this group that the Charter Tribune uh, is part of and just how far out they are, they check out uh, coveringlimitnow.org. They can see it for themselves that you know, the Star Tribune is indeed uh, part of this group. And another thing they could do is, is reach out to the Star Tribune and say, hey, you know, you need to close this uh, to your readers. I know a lot of conservatives do the, the Star Tribune. And uh, that's something I think that should definitely be in there so people know. They know it when they're reading these profiles of, of these the protesters or the different groups that attack the industry routinely. They know kind of the Star Tribune is coming from. Yeah, and of course, uh, the, the response they can expect from the Star Tribune is, "Oh, they're just they're uh, they're they're just one of many syndicates that we work with." I mean, the, you 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 mentioned that you, as a researcher, haven't found any actual disclosures of of the relationship between covering climate now and the Star Tribune, which is a little interesting because I've I've noticed that they are in other areas not not climate not energy so far yet apparently but other areas i mean they've they've gone out of their way to normalize i mean one of the great examples over the last 10 years is trying to normalize media matters right you you know as well as i do media matters was spawned by soros money back in uh, during the george w bush administration it was spawned to help put someone like barack obama into office it was put out there to shape the overall media uh, marketplace uh, in favor of the left. It, it it and its operatives were behind the likes of Journalist, which essentially was left-leaning journalists in mainstream papers for the most part and, and uh, broadcast organizations uh, coordinating their coverage uh, on behalf of the left against the right. Uh, and so there's been this effort to normalize groups like this. Have you seen the Star Tribune uh, attempting to normalize this sort of collaboration on the part of the left media or is this all still operating under the radar mark drake you know it's a great question i mean from what i would tell i, I think a lot of it just it, most of it is operating um, under the radar i think that there's the worldview where they, they agree with the nation or mother jones and therefore they're part of this group and i guess they don't see, see it as they have to disclose this to the readers but i think they they definitely should i think they have a moral obligation to do so well, especially if they're in the business of normalizing Winona LaDuke, who is as bald-faced an extremist as, as exists anywhere in this state's politics, uh, Mark Drake. I mean, it's, it's hard to—I mean, if you're trying to normalize and put a, put a warm, smiley face on Winona LaDuke without pointing out the context of the fact that this woman is a genuine extremist who has fomented an awful lot of ugliness out and about, that's fundamentally dishonest and, and qualifies as public relations more than journalism, Mark Drake. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, Winona LaDuke is uh, about as extreme as they come. You know, two-time Green Party vice presidential candidate. She compared line three workers to uh, its executioners, for God's sakes. I mean, this is so crazy and just beyond what what you know you should expect you should not expect a glowing profile of, uh, you know of a person like that in the star tribune which, which we've seen yeah and she continues to get great coverage I, i'm gonna, i'm going to ask you this might be speculation it may not be uh in your purview to do but we all know uh, that a good chunk of Minnesota state government environmental policy is, especially in the Waltz and Dayton years, was driven by, and I forget the name of the group, it's the Environmental Offshoot of the Alliance for a Better Minnesota, which is the funding offshoot of, well, the entire network of organizations that funnels big plutocrat, left, lefty plutocrat money uh, to Democrat candidates, to DFL candidates in the state of Minnesota. Have you found a link or has a link revealed itself between the Alliance for a Better Minnesota Empire and uh, covering climate uh, now? You know, I haven't I haven't seen um, a specific link there with, with covering climate now and uh, ABM. But I, I will say that Winona LaDuke has been uh, celebrated uh, by the DFL office holders, uh, elected yeah. officials. And, and, and she's, again, comparing line three workers to Auschwitz executioners. I mean, this is crazy stuff. It, it is. And, and oddly enough. 
You don't find many people who, who divert votes away from the DFL getting lionized by the DFL like Winona LaDuke. That's a little odd in and of itself, Mark Drake. Now, if you're someone like me, you haven't subscribed to the Star Tribune since, I don't know, probably early in George W. Bush's first term. Yeah. So, so you can't boycott it any harder. And you know the editorial people there know who you are and don't take you especially seriously. But if, if you're running out of things to boycott, Mark Drake, we got about 30 seconds here, uh, 45 seconds maybe. Uh, once again, what can people do? I mean, who, 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 where would you even start trying to go after the Star Tribune to make sure someone hears you? Yeah, I mean, I tell folks to check out um, Covering Climate Now, which, which is the, the crazy website of um, the groups that are, that are part of this effort to uh, go after the energy industry. And then I would also just tell people if you subscribe to the Star Tribune, Write a letter to the editor, uh, call the paper, tell them you're displeased that I've not disclosed this, that you want to see fair coverage. And uh, at a minimum, this should be disclosed in, in anything related to the energy industry. Boy, what do you suppose the odds are? Mark Drake, thanks as always. This is bombshell stuff. If you, like me, believe the media is necessary to maintain a democracy, this is all bad news. Mark Drake, thank you very much for joining us today. Thanks, Mitch. Have a great day. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Two segments to go, which means the fun is still just beginning. Go nowhere. Be right back. What's your legacy? When it's your turn to depart this earth, what will you leave behind? Whether it's a lot or a little, you certainly don't want to leave a mess. Tune in to this week's Money Matters with Alan Mike because they'll be discussing your legacy issues, the tough ones, the situations that cause problems with estate plans, and how to avoid them. Make sure you listen to Money Matters with Alan Mike, noon Saturday on AM 1280 The Patriot, or call them now with your questions at 855-231-6010. Dr. Gorka here, and I want to talk to you for a minute about the 100% drug-free relief factor. We all deal with aches and pains in our day-to-day lives, and I have had my fair share, including injuries like a detached quad muscle that, I can tell you, fell into the category of really bad pain. But I've been able to manage the pain by taking relief factor. It helps your own body to attack and fight off sources of inflammation, the source of most of our aches and pains, and I've loved it for years now. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick starter pack for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com, call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. As we head into the new year, the big question is, will you follow through with the resolutions and goals you make for the coming year? Boy, the last couple years have been a little tough, and probably one of those goals you'd like is to set yourself and your family up for a better 2022. Well, you can do that with a cash-out refinance from United Faith Mortgage. Hey, it's Lee Michaels here, and my friends at United Faith Mortgage can take care of you with a cash-out refinance. A little extra cash in your pocket, redo that loan, and take care of some of those projects you might want to have done pay off a little debt maybe you want to do a little remodeling or whatever the case may be you are in control the great thing about united faith mortgage is their direct lender advantage meaning there's no middleman and that advantage allows us to get a better rate for you so you can save monthly and lifelong money and again united faith mortgage will cover your appraisal fees up to five hundred dollars that's out-of-pocket money you'd normally have to pay up front visit them online at unitedfaithmortgage.com united mortgage court melville new york nmls number 1330 ryan verica nmls number 65233 did you know that the patriot mobile app can do more than just stream your favorite shows here's cool feature number one you can set an alarm on our app that will automatically start streaming the patriot at whatever time you decide It's easy. Just open the menu in the upper left-hand corner, select Alarm, and choose a time. You can set it to wake you up in the morning with Hugh Hewitt or any of your favorite hosts. Download the free AM 1280 The Patriot app today. AM 1280 The Patriot. The Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Join us, won't you please? Hey, speaking 
of bands playing out and about, which Warren Zavon is talking about here. I got to say, I had a blast last weekend. I, I talked last time I was on the air about uh, our New Year's Eve show, and uh, that was New Year's Eve at the uh, Legion in Fridley. That was a blast. We talked about that last week. I was just getting ready to head out to Savage to play Neeson's uh, during the show last week. I did that. It was lit. So much fun. Uh, Neeson's is a blast to play, like all of our clubs, but uh, had a particularly amazing time out at Neeson's. Even though it was 10 below outside by the time we uh, wrapped up and loaded out, it was hot. No, we had a blast, seriously. If you were there, you might have wished you could have stood in the fire when you had to leave at the end of the night. Believe me, I parked under some very heavy blankets when I got home, but it was a blast. I hope you can join my band Elephant in the Room next time we go out, which, by the way, popping up all over the place here. Uh, February 11th, we will be at um, a new place. We're going to be at the Bloomington VFW down on 81st and Lindale across from the North Bloomington Cub. Across the parking lot, anyway, from the North Bloomington uh, Cub Foods. 82nd and Lindale, uh, the huge VFW down there. That's the the one with the Huey out front. The one with the 57-millimeter anti-tank gun out front. Uh, There, that should help uh, if that distinguishes for you. The Bloomington VFW, great room, great place. Uh, Our first time there. That'll be uh, February 11th. I believe that's a Friday night. And then the 25th. Uh, we're going to be out at the, well, Fridley Legion again. So uh, stay t- they, they seem to like us there. So knock wood. We'll keep that going. Uh, we have another possible gig coming up here in the near future here, so stay tuned for that. So enough said. 651-289-4488 if you have questions or comments. Now, we were talking about January 6th earlier in the broadcast. I've said the bulk of my piece. I had a, a piece in, at shotinthedark.info that said everything I really intended to say at this point a year late, uh, after January 6th. It's a piece entitled uh, The First of Many Wavings of the Bloody Shirt. It's at shotinthedark.info, my blog, where I write five days a week for almost 20 years now. Governor Waltz, of course, being uh, an obedient foot soldier in the uh, Democrat big left machine, uh, was duty-bound, really almost like a union member, to uh, haul off in his own way, where he tweeted on January 6th, as if on cue, A year ago, we witnessed an assault on our democracy when the U.S. Capitol building was stormed during an attempted insurrection. By the way, calling it an insurrection, I mean, it's very technically accurate. But if you're going to try and bring down the biggest and most heavily armed nation in the world, you might want to bring more than how many guns do you suppose were found among those arrested on January 6th of last year? There have been, what, two, three, four hundred arrests. I think it's four hundred arrests, 200 trials so far most of them uh, convicting for things like trespassing and the like. So there's some serious convictions as well. How many guns were found? How many, I should say, how many people are charged with gun-related crimes, crimes related with possessing a gun, which is illegal in the District of Columbia for almost everyone and certainly illegal for almost everyone on any federal property, including your local U.S. post office. It's a felony to bring, even if you have a carry permit, to bring your gun into a U.S. post office in Albert Lee or, or, or Bloomington. So the U.S. Capitol, big daddy of them all, how many people are up on gun charges over February, uh, January 6th? Five. Five people. And none of them were recorded to have actually shot them. So if you're going to launch a insurrection against the biggest, most powerful country in the world, against, by the way, attempt to kill Mike Pence, uh, surrounded by Secret Service as he is. I mean, the Secret Service would have mowed them down like overripe cabbages. Heaven forfend. It never came to that, thank God. But five guns among, what was it, a thousand people who got into the Capitol? A few hundred uh, who were arrested, uh, a few hundred trials, five guns. If this was an insurrection, and when you think of insurrection, what do you think of? You think the Viet Cong, you think the IRA, you think the PLO, people who are armed to the teeth, or at least wish to be armed to the teeth. We know of five people with guns. One of them, a federal officer who had a permit to carry it on federal property, he doesn't have that anymore, of course. 
and four, two of whom were on record saying they only brought it in case, quote, anti, end quote, fa, decided to get violent. Not a good idea, but not entirely out of the realm of reasonableness either if you look at it as a human rather than a lawyer. At any rate, uh, Governor Waltz, a year ago we would, I already read that part, uh, it, it, Attempted insurrection. Today we must protect and uphold our democratic ideals by ensuring this never happens again. I mean, I'll I'll meet Governor Klink halfway. He's not wrong, although bet you dimes to dollars he doesn't know why. I mean, yeah, the part of our democratic ideals that the, the mooks of January 6th attacked was the process, the constitutionally mandated steps for determining who the president is. President Trump undercut that. It was his greatest crime that day. Him and his staff, your Sidney Powell's, your, uh, heaven help us, Rudy Giuliani's, uh, undercut the constitutional process. And for that, they deserve scorn and opprobrium. The rioters tried to circumvent that process. And that, not the various levels of hooliganism in the Capitol itself, was the attack on democracy. Because... When government encourages or, hold on to this word, by the way, allows people to chuck the process when it becomes inconvenient and impose the rule that they want themselves, that is the very definition of an attack on democracy. And by democracy, I mean small d democracy, self-government, participatory Republican government with a small r again. And if, is that referring to January 6th? Sure. Even if, by the way, they're dead sure in their minds that the election was stolen because Rudy Giuliani and Sidney Powell said so and there's a kraken coming around the corner. Sure enough. And, and by the way, that, that was their rationale. The election was stolen. The election was rigged, as one caller said a little while ago. Yeah. Even... Like when a group of pro, <laughs> yeah, that that's that's true. That is an affront against democracy. And on the one hand, Tim is Tim Waltz, Governor Clink is Tim, uh, Governor Waltz is correct when he says that. And yet, he should just hush up and mind his own, uh, <laughs> take the, the the beam out of his own eye. Because the Waltz administration's uh, observance of the rule of law rather than, than people isn't so hot itself. Let's pick out one example. Let's pick out an example when a group of protesters, not long after the George Floyd riots, uh, walked out onto the Capitol Mall, had a little photo op, and then tore down the statue of Calist- uh, Christopher Columbus on the Minnesota Capitol Mall, one of the plinths out in front of the Capitol, which bypassed the rule of law in this case, a group called the Capital Architecture Committee. But did so with the tacit blessing of the woman who runs the Capital Architecture Committee, who happens to be Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan, a woman who claims Native American heritage, wraps herself in it quite fairly to say, and as such, as a, quote, progressive, end quote, Native American, has, uh, is among those who've declared the legacy of Christopher Columbus her mortal enemy and who has spoken at length against that very statue for years. And so when a group of people who were, let's be honest, part of the DFL's noise machine came to the Capitol Mall and decided completely of their own accord to tear down that uh, statue and chuck the rule of law and the process that has been laid down in law for deciding things like that, with the, let's just say, tacit approval of the executive in the administration whose job it is to run the Capital Architecture Committee, Peggy Flanagan, one of the most progressive people, quote, progressive, end quote, people ever to serve in the Minnesota State Legislature, that, too, is an abrogation, a trashing, a piddling on the rule of law. As serious as January 6th? Of course not. And yet, further part of the erosion of the rule of law, in in just the same way as Rudy Giuliani's uh, and and uh, Bernie Carrick's 
broken windows theory uh, took the idea that, uh, that small offenses, small property crimes, small lifestyle crimes are the precursor to, to, to widespread disorder in a city like New York, which, by the way, was pretty much correlated by the results. When they started cracking down on broken windows and shoplifting, murder went down in New York City, taking New York City from one of the most dangerous cities in America in the 1980s to one of the safest by the 1990s, thanks to Rudy Giuliani when he was still a serious contender for things. So goes the rule of law over the rule of people. And what Donald Trump did, you want to say that was an infringement of the rule of law, an exaltation of the rule of the person over the rule of law? I'll meet you. I'll, yeah, absolutely. And what Peggy Flanagan did, what the, the left in Minnesota did, what the administration by omission did with the tearing down of the Christopher Columbus statue is a broken window in the great battle for the rule of law against the rule of people. I mean, the person who, quote, took responsibility for tearing it, it was a group effort. It was on camera. It was all filmed. And yet the state patrol just couldn't find any evidence to start an investigation for months. What they finally did, they allowed one of the protesters to theatrically enter a guilty plea, quote, taking responsibility, end quote, for the entire episode and sentenced, I should say, quote, sentenced, end quote, him, to going out and telling grade school kids about what an awful human being Christopher Columbus was. That's a little bit like sentencing Sheriff Hutchinson to a round of tequila shots for having been for having driven drunk. That's not punishment, folks. That's affirmation. And it's, it's not as big an assault on the rule of law as January 6th. But an assault is an assault, ladies and gentlemen. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. AM 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot, at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-764-2179. 800-764-2179. That's 800-764-2179. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Warning, warning, warning. Once you taste the Rack Shack's Patriot Burger, other burgers will never measure up. Hey, I'm Nick Anderson, General Manager of AM1280 The Patriot, and we've partnered with my friend Keith Hitner Sr. from the Rack Shack Barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack Barbecue, Dad, guess what? What? You are going to be a grandfather. That's great. Not too long ago, moments like this with my daughter would have been a challenge. It was a long road for me to find myself again after Vietnam. It was my neighbor Jim, another Vietnam veteran, who finally convinced me that I could still connect with my family and find that fulfilling life I'd lost. And I went for help down at the VA. If I can take that first step after almost 50 years, I know other veterans can too. 
Visit maketheconnection.net to find out more. Whether you're preparing for a typical Sunday morning or a special holiday service, you'll find an array of helpful, creative tools from Worship House Media. From countdown timers to sermon illustrations, visit worshiphousemedia.com. That's worshiphousemedia.com, a division of Salem Media Group. AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Don't forget Jack Tomzak coming up at uh, 3 o'clock, the new guy. Brad Carlson's coming up tomorrow from 1 to 3 here on AM 12A, The Patriot. King Banyan next Saturday morning, 9 to 11. Also, that's the entire Northern Alliance Radio Network lineup going on 18 years strong, just two months away from uh, our anniversary of dominating Twin Cities Media. It's probably about time we did our 10th anniversary party, in it? 651-289-4488, the number to call, should you care to join us. By the way, I need to uh, send out uh, best wishes here. I should point this out. Not that I, I want to, well, go, hey, what about what you did here? You know, playing uh, playing, uh, you know, playing that, that sort of back-and-forth game. Uh and it's it is a known fact that whenever a conservative takes ill or uh, spins off this mortal coil, there's an awful lot of people on the left who be clown themselves and their parents and their families by making a big joyous hullabaloo about the deaths of other human beings. I, my, my worst example was uh, when the uh, great and uh, wonderful human being Tony Snow, uh, former talk show host. Uh, former George W. Bush uh, press secretary and genuinely wonderful human being by any rational measure, lost his battle with colon cancer probably 15, 16 years ago, back I think in 2005-ish, 2006-ish. The parade of just jubilation on the part of the bobbleheads on the left was sickening. And it hasn't gotten any better. I mean, when Steve Scalise was gunned down by a Bernie Sanders supporter... Watching people nationwide and leftist nationwide and here in Minnesota chortling and, and wishing to their goddess for his death. Uh, he did survive. Thanks. Uh, merciful heavens uh, was, again, a further beclownment of everything the left uh, claims to stand for humanity and, and goodness and justice and peace. Well, it's all baloney and we all know it. I, I bring that up to say that, well, Keith Ellison tested positive for COVID this past week. He's out of the country. Doesn't We don't know where. I mean, unless it's Red China dealing with the, the, the PLA, we don't care. But he tested positive after taking tests required to fly back to the U.S., maybe. Quote, I was surprised to find it was positive because up to that point, I've experienced no symptoms. He now says he has minor symptoms. And having interviewed Secretary of State Ellison, I have to wonder if those mild symptoms aren't know, moral blind spots, thin skin, maybe fits of rage. No, I wish him the best. I do. In all sincerity, I hope he recovers. He probably will. This is pro- odds are. This and, and, of course, it's no good to go diagnosing other people. You know, it's the, the worst form of armchair, armchair doctoring, I guess, not generaling or admiraling. Armchair doctoring, it's probably... Omicron. He's probably in good enough health. He'll probably be just fine. Believe me, I I understand mild symptoms. Back when I had, I guess I can, first time in my life, I'm kind of a hipster. (laughs) I guess I had the original COVID before it sold out and went all contagious and easy to survive. I I had the OG, (laughs) the original gangster COVID back in uh, 2020, the April variant, yeah, the pre-Delta stuff back when it was serious business. Yeah, I've been there, done. Anyway, no. All the best. Uh, get well soon, uh, Keith Ellison. I, I want to beat you on the field of political battle uh, along with the rest of my party, and God willing, we will do that this uh, fall. So come on back to the United States and uh, strap in. It's going to be a doozy. Uh, but get well soon, Representative Ellison. Secretary of State. Well, technically, both are true. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Uh, So hope he gets well here. (sighs) Speaking of COVID, I mean, with Denmark and Sweden have been tripling down on the free market and abandoning the draconian uh, COVID regulations. I mean, Denmark got out of it bright and early. Sweden uh, never really adopted them. I mean, they took a fairly principled stance for the free market and personal responsibility for much of the pandemic. 
The longing eyes of the world's social democracy noodlers have turned to New Zealand and their uh, it girl, female Prime Minister Jacinda Ardern, uh, who, by the way, has run a very hawkish lockdown regime throughout 2020, which drew the admiration of an awful lot of uh, maskists, call them Karens, I guess, as if they could replicate the lockdown of a country. Who said, why don't we do what New Zealand does? Well, you're talking about a country with... It's 20% smaller than Minnesota's uh, population with a land area 25% larger. So, I mean, it's a much less dense area, uh, isolated from all other land by at least 1,000 miles between them and Australia and Fiji, which is, by the way, able to cut itself off from the world by closing a couple ports and shutting down a couple gates at Wellington Airport. Now, has it worked? Well, time will tell because as, as new variants come in and get more, contagious and less deadly pretty soon everyone's gonna get it it's going to be like the cold or the flu eventually one way or the other but Jacinda Ardern and her government have gotten a little taste of that absolute power of the 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 sheer joy of government gigantism as long as you're the government they like it yep so as of this past week if you're a smoker who wants to indulge your habit while looking over the mountains of the South Pacific according to Bloomberg You better do it quick. New Zealand announced plans to become the first nation in the world to ban tobacco. That's right. If you're a smuggler or, say, happen to be listening to this show and are involved in some sort of organized crime syndicate or just making a lot of money off of government-induced shortages, well, that, that knocking you hear, that's the sound of opportunity across the Pacific. And I'll just say for myself, no, I'm, I'm not involved. I'm not a smuggler. I'm, I'm not an organized crime boss, although, boy, opportunity is knocking. And I have no real desire. Well, I'd love to make money off of government stupidity, but I'm not in the right position to do that right now. But I will respond. These people, like all progressives everywhere, Jacinda Ardern certainly is that. These people just can't learn from history. Yet you can open up the book to 1918 and shove it in their face. And they would find the wrong paragraph. I'm talking about prohibition, which for 15 years banned alcohol in the United States and did so to no greater effect than to enrich organized crime beyond anyone's wildest dreams and cut the respect for the rule of law in a way that in some ways we're still paying for in this country 100 years later. And and I guess it's just on me in that assuming that a progressive would learn from history, assuming that they might ever start learning from history, means that I, I guess it's fair to say, myself have not learned from history. Good luck, New Zealand. When you start seeing execution-style killings over cigarette smuggling, don't say we didn't warn you. Northern Alliance Radio, thanks for tuning in. Jack Tomzak coming up next. God bless you all. God bless America. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280 The Patriot. Hey, Jen. Oh, hey, Sarah. (laughs) My goodness, girl, you look amazing. Have you actually lost weight? Are you doing keto or something? Actually, I'm just eating less, thanks to Riduzone. Ridgie what? Riduzone. I've been taking it for a few weeks, and honestly, it's been the easiest way I've ever tried to manage my weight and cravings. Oh, my doctor warned me about diet pills because of their dangerous stimulants. Riduzone doesn't have any stimulants or dangerous ingredients. In fact, the only ingredient is something called OEA. It's a molecule our bodies naturally produce to let us know when we're full. So I don't feel like constantly snacking because I just feel full. Well, I need to try it. Seems like all I'm doing these days is snacking. What's it called again? Riduzone. Rid, the letter U, 
and Zone. I ordered it at RidUZone.com. Hmm, where's my phone? I'm ordering some right now. Go to RidUZone.com now. Receive an immediate 30% discount using code ZONE. That's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com and promo code ZONE. RidUZone.com. This ad sponsored by Nutriford LLC. We wanted a four-wheel drive SUV, so we just stopped at Invergrove Hyundai, and we like what we see. And obviously, the same day, even, I bought one. Hi, this is Gary in Maplewood, and that started the relationship with uh, Invergrove Hyundai, and I'm on my third Hyundai since. I've bought at least 20 new cars, and in all the dealerships that I've dealt with, I've never felt more at home and appreciated than I have with Invergrove Hyundai. I would just say that anybody looking for a vehicle, give uh, Invergrove Hyundai a shot at it. You'll be happy you did. I would more than highly recommend Invergrove Hyundai. I'm a partner of theirs forever, just for the way I was treated at uh, at their dealership. I, I just can't say enough. Every new Hyundai, like the 2022 Santa Fe, comes with America's best warranty, 10-year, 100,000-mile limited powertrain, and Hyundai Assurance. Check out their new inventory arriving daily at InvergroveHyundai.com. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. AM 12. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.